0: the final time welcome along to extra time here on lcfc tv and lcfc radio after leicester city's uh, long season comes to an end but it's been a good one hasn't it there's been uh, plenty of, of great memories that have come out of the season we'll talk about some of uh ewan roberts and matt elliott's moments of the season we'll talk about the southampton game yesterday these two will have some uh, lcfc themed questions as well as jenga at the end which matt elliott thought he might have got out of but unfortunately he doesn't. Uh, this is the last time, by the way, that we're doing extra time on Zoom. We'll be back to the studio next season as well. So uh, enjoy your final Monday morning, gents, talking to me, which I'm sure you've uh, enjoyed all season. You're going to be missed, Dan. You're going to be missed. You're going to be missed
1: miss, miss seeing your cheery face on a Monday morning. Not as much Matt,
0: I have to say, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, I think Matt Elliott, you definitely won't miss these Monday
2: mornings, will you? Mate, it's taxing. We've got to do a quiz and a Jenga on a Monday morning. I'm glad it's the end of the season, mate, put it hey, that way. Hey,
1: the King <laughs> King Jenga as well, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. You yeah, I don't mind if, if I open up this Zoom meeting account and I see Walsh's face staring at me, but I've got, every time it's you and I know <laughs> I'm going to take a pasting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, after his terrible, terrible start to the season, I think you'll say that yeah. yourself, Ewan, Weren't you? It's, it's I was, better. I was awful. I was awful.
1: I kept on repeating answers that I had already
0: been said. Yeah, exactly. But you, you <laughs> found a way to do it. You found a way. To, you found, a way to, you found a way to win, Ewan. There's a method. There's a
1: method. That, yeah. <laughs> it's not luck.
2: It's not luck. Yeah. Method. See his eyes. His eyes keep going like that, don't they?
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've had a, a, an early doors accusation of cheating, which uh, bodes well, I'm sure, for Jenga later on. Uh, right, let's talk about the game yesterday then. Let's talk about the season as a whole, Matt. Uh, it was nice to, to cap off this long season, wasn't it, with uh, with a victory?
2: Yeah, very much so. I think uh, not just the game yesterday, but the final four games, really. You know, undefeated, three wins out of four. Um, a, a decent point, a very decent point, you know, way at Stanford Bridge. It wasn't the most scintillating of games and performances, but um, yesterday was... Eventually, <laughs> it, was, it was just what everyone hoped for and anticipated, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, with the scoreline as it was, it took a little while to warm up. You thought that might be the case in the season, last game of the campaign. and Not too much riding on it, in all honesty. Um, but you want to put in a good performance. Rogers, you know, impressed to his players that he wanted to finish with a flourish. And he certainly did. He certainly did. So you know, picking up those extra ten points last four games has changed the perspective, if you like. Um, personally, I didn't think there was too much wrong anyway, but it just gives a slightly more positive impression, doesn't it? You know, going into the close season and then the you know, recruitment stage, etc. Bit of a mentioned the term "feel good factor." Yes, to be quite a quite a number of times, and there are a few reasons why, but one of them. Was because of how Leicester had finished the season, and that can only serve them well going into next next campaign.
0: Yeah, and and we've spoken a lot, Ewan, in in the last couple of weeks about that, about ending the season strongly. As soon as I guess that uh, the, the semi final defeat to Roma, that there was nothing really to play for in the league in terms of, of Leicester couldn't, even if they'd won all the games, reach those European places. So without wanting the end of, of the season to peter out, Brendan Rodgers said himself, Let, let's just go and win these games that we've got left. And, and they pretty much did that. Obviously, barring that yeah. draw at Chelsea, which is still a good result. And um, they've had a really good end to the season, which must give them uh, so much momentum.
1: And did it with a bit of style, Dan. You know, let's be honest, you know, three goals against Norwich, four at Mickfrey's Road, another four yesterday, a capped in the middle, you know, a, a good point at Stamford Bridge. You know, 10 points from the last... Four games, what twelve goals scored? You have to say it's been a positive ending, just what Brendan Rodgers wanted. You know, I think before the Norwich game, I think Leicester were maybe thirteenth, fourteenth, but you know, had games in hand on on the teams above them. And we've spoken a few times saying that you know eighth still isn't out of reach. they are still capable of, of picking enough points to finish eighth. And that's where that's where you know Brendan's team have finished, and I, I think an eighth eighth place finish um, this season with all the problems, especially in the first half of of, of the season. Um, you know, hats off to the lads because that's 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 a good ending. It really, really is, and they can the lads can go away now, enjoy their summer break because uh, it's going to be a short one with with the season starting early, starting at the end of, of July, so it's not going to be. The, the summer that they they used to, to 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 have but yes it's you have to say it's, you know only the top four have scored more goals than Leicester in the Premier League this season it's just the other side of the game that hasn't been quite right, but as we've said there' been there' been circumstances and reasons for for that
0: well they exactly Ewan. and and i I think the supporters understand that don't they everything that's gone on this season in in terms of the injuries has been. A bit of a killer, really, for for, for Brendan Rodgers and his Leicester side. They've had so many players out throughout the season. Not just fringe players, but vital first-team players. Huge
1: players. You look at the backbone of of the team, your two main centre-halves, Wesley Favara and Johnny Evans, have missed the majority of of the season. You know, Ndidi, he's missed a lot of games. Mendy's come in and done brilliantly, to be fair. Yeah, you know, Barnes, he's he's missed a chunky health of games. Your main goal scorer in in Jamie Vardy, who who's looked unbelievable in these last four games, well, five goals in in these last four games. I mean, he looks as 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 hungry as he ever ever has been. So big players, Dan, real big players, you know, proper leaders on on, on the pitch. And had those players been available for the majority of the season. I think Leicester would have been pushing for a for top four, top five finish once again. But it's, it's hard. It's hard to fill those gaps and, and the books of those players that have not been available.
0: Yeah, you don't want to dwell too much on it, Matt, do you? And I don't think Brendan Rogers will. I mean, we don't want to dwell on it. We don't want to be accused of making excuses or whatever. But it, it, it has to be talked about because of the, the sheer scale of the bad luck, the unfortunate luck that Leicester have had this season.
2: Yeah, it's a massive part of the equation, isn't it? And I think most people, yeah, realise that, understand that. Um, you know, football supporters sometimes you get a broad spectrum, don't you? But you know, some of them are quite quick to sort of have an opinion, jump the gun, have a little bit of a panic. But I think most people you know, see the bigger picture, really, and and yeah, you know, and understand, understand what has happened. Um, <clears throat> I think it's a uh, Say they won't want to deliberate the point, um, but Brendan Rogers will look into why the injuries occurred. Um, some of them, I'm not saying they were, but you know, possibly preventable. I don't know, but they weren't all uh, contacts and you know collisions, were there? There were quite a lot of soft tissue injuries that were ha- occurring. So managing that is is a key component of well, not being a manager necessarily, but, you know, of running a football squad and team. Um, so that needs to be looked at, you know, if possible. If uh, that sort of not area can be improved, you know, something, they might have all been unpreventable, but it, it's something to look at. But it's just, just the way it occurs. I mean, a lot of teams seem to uh, incur these injuries, um, you know, to quite a severe degree but none as much as, in my memory, as Leicester. Um, like I say, in modern times, the injury crisis, I don't know if I'm just inventing that or not, but it's quite quite regularly seems suffer you know, a collective amount of injuries. But um, is it the demands of the modern game? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Leicester hoping they better fortune in that department next season. Surely they must. They surely they must because it's been horrendous at the times hasn't it and you know you feel like there's a, there was a curse at one stage it was just you just woke up on a Monday morning expecting more bad news on the injury front don't you and uh, hopefully that will change next season if it does again yeah, you know, only it's only going to serve Leicester well isn't it as are many other things we can look into for next season and the benefit of not achieving their aims this season is that they don't play in Europe next year and There'll be even more time with Brendan Rodgers to assess the situation. Perhaps let a couple go, bring a couple few in. And um, excited already for next season.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good point, actually, Ewan, that that Matt makes about Europe. Obviously, it's very disappointing that, that Leicester won't be in Europe next season. But if you're looking at the positives, that they will have... So much more time, I guess, to concentrate on domestic affairs next season. And when we've seen Leicester last do that, they nearly came fourth in the Premier League. So, they're they're very adept at at, at doing that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say the last two European campaigns, everybody's enjoyed them. You know, played against some big sides, had some really good results, had some good away trips, as yourself and Matty knows, Dan. Uh, Enjoyed everything (laughs) of, of, of that. But yeah, I think yesterday was what was it Leicester's fifty eighth or fifty ninth game of the season. It's a lot of games. It's a lot of games when you've got the injuries that that Brendan's had. But we haven't got the the strength in depth that that some of the the top four, top five teams have. Um, so there will just be three competitions. You know, Premier League takes priority. We know that, uh, but. Are Leicester capable of winning a League Cup or another another FA Cup? Absolutely. So they can have a proper go at those comp- competitions. But you just, when, when you're in when you're in for when you get into the latter stages, as they did in, in the League Cup, when they get into the semi final of uh, the Europa Conference League, you've got to juggle your squad, and, and that's what Brendan's done in the last six six to eight weeks. I mean, the ch- the team's changed so much. And the, the reasons for that, because the European competition took main priority because it was a chance of another silver, silverware for, 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 for the football club. But it's, it's, not, it's not easy. It's not an easy job when you've got to, you've got to top and change. You don't get that fluency into, into, into performances, but Leicester have, especially towards the end of the season.
0: Uh, right, let's do the first of our uh, extra time teasers. Then we used to do this last season, uh, dispersed throughout the show. Uh, these two will go head to head. There is a pot one of questions and a pot two of questions. Matt, you can pick if you want one or two. It doesn't make a difference. It's just so uh, I can't be accused of uh, any bias with uh, any questions at all. Not that Jerry's on. I th- feel like Jerry would maybe do that, but but you two wouldn't, would you?
2: Uh, tags will be on your case. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, well, if it doesn't make a difference, why have we got to choose? Are you going to give me my set of questions whether I say pot one or two? Or one?
0: <laughs> yeah, they are written down Matt and you. No, no, no. <laughs> There's a pot one and a pot two. So, right, yeah. let's go pot Play one, mate. Yeah? Pot one, right. Um, who scored two goals away at Randers? Randers? Randers, yeah. <laughs>
2: Yanders. James Madison.
0: Correct. Well done. So that's Matt Elliott uh, on Whew. the board with one point. Uh, Ewan, you referenced this literally last, uh, last answer that you were giving. How many games did Leicester play oh. in the whole country? You get it wrong, by the way. Matt Elliott can steal your point. Uh, I'm going to go for 58. Correct. Well done. Yeah, right. So you're both on the board. One-all. Uh, you've got another couple of questions each. We'll do those throughout extra time. Uh, let's concentrate on straight on the game yesterday then. Um, it, it was nice, as we've said, to end the season well and, and they played well as a group, didn't they, Ewan? I mean, the first half was very much, had an end of the season feel to it, didn't it? But from then on, in, in the second half, the game just came alive.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's as if the lads went at three gears in, in that second half, as if they knew the first half wasn't what they're about, the standards that they've set as, 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 a, as a team and as a squad of players. And, and they knew they were up against the sides who were there to be beaten. You know, I can only remember one real chance in that first half when Timothy Costanis crossed it in from, from the right-hand side and Jamie Vardy's with an initiative of getting a touch onto the ball uh, and, and scoring the opening goal. But, I mean, you, you look at the, the, the pace and the intensity that Leicester attacked with. In, in that second half, you know, it was just a, a joy to watch. And, you know, four goals, four goals of, of quality as well. Uh, and it was, a, it was a good day, you know, it was last charity, his 40th, I think it was, his, his last charity run at the King Power Stadium. And the fans would have enjoyed that and, the, and everybody who got involved. But then for the lads to go out and, and put a second half showing, as they did, a dominant second half
0: display, uh, it, was a, it was a good last game of the season. Yeah, we'll talk about Birch's run uh, in in a little while. But yeah, let, let's just concentrate on the game for now, Matt. And as as Ewan says, they really turned it on, didn't they, in that second half? Because at, at half time I think there was a bit of a feel of, oh, right, OK, this, this could just peter out a little bit. But, but Brendan Rodgers on his side made sure that didn't happen.
2: I always felt Leicester would do enough to win the game. But, you know, you, you didn't want... You didn't want the players to sort of think that really, because I mean, you could see that in the performance first half. They, I think they felt they had the upper hand and that something would fall for them eventually. So they weren't in a, a massive hurry to go and force the issue, really. Um, you know, they were comfortable enough, and like Ewan says, a couple of half chances, situations, if they were a bit more ruthless, they might have capitalised on. But the game needed something to spark it into life, and that. The opening goal, you know, pretty early in, in, the, in the second half, for a couple of reasons, sort of stirred things up a bit, didn't it? Because of an element of controversy. You know, people say, oh, the players don't really care, etc. But it, conceding the goal in the manner that it occurred, angered and fired up Southampton, didn't it, a, a bit. And Leicester reacted to that. Um, the rights and wrongs of the controversy. I'm not entirely sure, but in the end of the day, Southampton should have dealt with it. Um, Leanko, is it? I think I've got his name right. I've been trying for two days to get that right. I don't know why it's so difficult, but made a bit of a mess of it. Vardy pops, nips in, doesn't he? And Madison uh, um, gets the rewards off it. And that sparked the game into life a little bit, really. It, it sort of stirred Leicester from their slumber. And from that moment on, they had a bit of a game on their hands. Even though you, again, you always felt Leicester were, were going to have the edge, and, and so it proved. They ran out comfortable winners in the end, and produced some lovely football as well. It was, a, yeah, it was a fitting finale to the season, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, James Madison won the LCFC Men's Player of the Season, as voted for by the supporters. You and and he really turned it on, didn't he? In, in that second half, he got a goal, he got an assist underlined really in a way why he was voted player of the season. I think you, was it last week you were saying he he would have got your vote, James Madison, for the sheer amount of numbers that he's produced. That's 30 goal involvements in all competitions, both goals and assists, which is a a tremendous return. I just look at his performances in the second half of the season. uh, He's been outstanding. you you
1: mentioned the the numbers there. Um, and I think that's the difference that, that James got into his game now. I mean, the first goal. Is, I think it's a great example because it's it's hopeful ball up from 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 Casper. You know, Jamie does what Jamie Vardy does. He chases a lost call. He tries to make something out of, out of nothing. He puts the defender under pressure, which, which which sort of ends up with him having a shot on on goal. Decent save from the goalkeeper. But I think that's the difference. I think I think maybe James Madison of. Last year or maybe two years ago, would have just maybe stopped and admired Jamie Vardy's run and not gone in support of him, thinking, "Well, I might get, I might get a chance here to score the goal." But that's what he did. It was a tapping for him in the end. Uh, but, but he's had he's, he's had an unbelievable season. You know, his creativity, his vision, uh, the ball he puts in for for Perez, his first goal. Um, it's all right like it's like right seeing the the space to put the ball in, but it's another thing to. To, to put it across, uh, straight to Perez, it was a great finish, to be fair. But, you know, it's a, it's, you look at uh, his 12 Premier League goals, four in his last four appearances. There's only four Englishmen that have scored more goals than him. Harry Kane, Jamie Varney, um, Wolf and Saha. And he's got seven pens this season. Granted, you've still got to win them. And Raheem Sterling. You know, he's, he's got more goals than Mason Mount. He's got more goals than Saka. Jack Greenish has scored three Premier League goals. Jared Bowen, he's got the same amount as James Madison, and people are raving about him. Ivan Tony, he's got 12. He's been fantastic, Dan. And we've spoken about it on a, on a few occasions. He has to be knocking on that England squad door with the numbers that he's produced. You know, he's he's had the best season by far uh, of his career. And I wouldn't just say goals wise, but I think performance wise as well.
0: It, I, I said this yesterday Matt it's, it's a shame really for James Madison that the World Cup isn't this summer isn't it because of the way James Madison finished the season you'd think the red hot form that he's in he, he would be due a spot on that plane maybe it, it, on the other hand it could work well for him if he starts next season really really well then he can't be ignored I, I don't know what do you think?
2: Yeah what to be fair, I think you're probably serving better being at the time of year it is because I think you've still got some work to do in Southgate's eyes um certainly to establish himself firstly in the squad and definitely into the team you know it feels a bit of a way off to be honest but not that he's not capable I mean Ewan's just summed it up you know superbly there that's those numbers alone reflect how good a player he is but you don't need to know the numbers to see that he's a supremely talented footballer. You know, when he's, when he's on his game, you know, he's, he's a delight to watch, isn't he? His, his mastery of the ball, his technique, his confidence, um, his ability. His, you know, he's just a naturally gifted footballer. And he's applying the other aspects of his game properly. And he's free of injury. He's, he's clear-minded, and he just wants to get out there and demonstrate his stuff, doesn't he? And uh, I don't know if it was if the World Cup was this summer. I think it's still debatable whether he gets in the squad or not. I would put him in. Southgate seems to have reservations, doesn't he? So still, that that extra period of time might work out well for Madison. To be fair, It'll give him even more time to make that impression on Gareth Southgate. Uh,
0: did anyone else stand out for you, you in the season? Let's not talk about Keenan Dewsbury Hall or, or James Madison because we've, we've done enough of that in, in the last couple of weeks. Any, anybody else for you um, on a Leicester front that deserves a mention, do you think? I, I think um, Kasper
1: Schmeichel's once again been outstanding, hasn't he? But I think that's part of the course now, really, for for Casper for, for, for I ID. He, he produces season in, season out, so I don't think you should be surprised for that. I mean, I think we have to mention um, the likes of Pepe Mendy. You know, he thought he was not out the door, but I don't think he was given a, a squad number at the start of the season, um, and, and and that's not easy when when have sort of not been outcasted. That's the wrong word, but when you don't maybe feel part of of, of the squad of the football club, you, you, you think to yourself your future lies elsewhere, but he's obviously knuckled down and he's been given an opportunity in the second half of this season and I think he's been tremendous, I think he got back in at the Emirates for, I think that was his first appearance um and I, and I think he's been absolutely tremendous, you know, obviously Wilford indeed is a massive, massive player for, for the football club, but I think Mendy's come in and, and he's not most about, he's got on with the job, He's, he's rolled his sleeves up and he's shown what he's capable
0: of doing. All right, let's do uh, round two then of the extra time teasers. You both got question one correct. Um, these questions are all about Leicester's season. Um, right, Ewan, who scored Leicester's winner away in PSV? That was Ricardo. Correct, well done. You just had to make sure you got that one right, didn't you? <laughs> you were thinking about it. bit of a bit of
1: pressure. It. On, bit of pressure.
0: <laughs> Sorry, uh, no, I'm
1: uh, hoping mine's as easy as that, matey.
0: Uh, who scored <laughs> Leicester's vital goal away in Wren? Wesley. Correct. It was as easy as that, Matt, wasn't it? Yeah, even <laughs> yeah. easier, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, actually there. You were there, yeah. exactly. Uh, that By the way, been... Dan,
1: he's, he's been brilliant as well. Wesley Favard has been brilliant since he got back
0: in the team. Let, let's talk about him. Yeah, he's, he, he was missed, wasn't he, in that first half of the season? It was such a, a shame, you, and the way that he got injured in that pre-season friendly against Villarreal at, at, at King Power Stadium. But he obviously recovered. He's a very young player anyway. He, he stepped around, didn't he? He didn't let it get to him too much. He worked hard in rehab, came back, and, and he looked like when he, he came on or he, he started that game in Rennes and scored that goal, like he'd never been away.
1: Yeah, that, I think that's a great way of putting it. He, he, he looked as if he, he he'd never been away. Uh, I mean, I, I think the bonus with Wesley Favana is that we did get to see him uh, towards the end of the season because when that horrendous injury and it was, you know, it's a poor challenge in a in a pre-season friendly and it's so avoidable. But to, to lose a player of his quality for for that length of time, you know, we weren't too sure if he was gonna if he was gonna be able to, to recover and come back and get some game time. Delighted that he did. But as you say, he just settled in straight away. You know, you wouldn't have thought he'd been away for six, seven months since that injury. You know, scored scored a goal, an important, very important goal on, on his return. But just his overall performances, you know, he's got everything down. He's, he's strong, he's quick, he's powerful. He's good with the ball. He enjoys coming out of that back line and joining midfield. He's, he's good at carrying the ball forward. Uh, he's got a good range of passing. What is he, 22, 23? You know, he's, he's a future French international. We know that. I think it's only a matter of time before he breaks into, into that squad. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the French squad to, uh, to go to the, the World Cup in November in, in Qatar. I mean, that's how highly I rated uh, and you know,
0: a magnificent signing for the football club. Yeah, you've almost done him a disservice in a way, he's 21. Sorry. Which undermines which, which it even more, doesn't it, the point that you yeah, made
1: making... Yeah, absolutely scary that he's only 21. Because he, he, he looks accomplished now. You know, he's got everything, he's got everything that you look for in a, in a defender. I mean, I hate to play against him, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he's, you know, he's not the biggest in stature, but he's good in the air, he's got a great leap on him, he showed that with the goal that he scored. Um, away in inlanders uh, in in Rend, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's he's got everything. He's got everything that that, that you need to be a top
2: defender.
0: He, I mean, what, Matt, how old were you? 27 when you you joined the Premier League? Were you when you came to Leicester?
2: 28,
0: I think. Basically, 28. So obviously, you had a. An illustrious Premier League... These uh,
2: overnight sensations sometimes take a while.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, Wesley Fafanet, 21 years old. like It yeah, is
2: incredible.
0: Yes, yeah, staggering, isn't it? And, and what he could achieve in the game.
2: Oh, you know, the world is his lobster, as Jerry would say. It's, uh, <laughs> he's, um, uh, that, that comeback game against Wren was just ridiculous. Like th- that says all you need to know, because the quality and level of performance of that after being out for that long, and it shows you the faith and confidence that Brendan Rogers has got in him. Obviously, they nursed him to a, you know, to a level in training, put him to the limits So they knew he was capable of, of going into the the fray straight away. But to, to produce a display like that, you know, pressurized atmosphere. Um, <clears throat> Against an excellent team. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's not like it was a game you could go and coast through. That was a, a tough away fixture. In a, you know, a bit of a cauldron uh, stadium that it was. And it was... He just rolled his sleeves up and was like, tacked it, didn't he? He was like, come on then. This is what I've been missing. I'm going to show everyone what they've been missing. And he did. He, he was... It was uh, staggering, you just used that word, and it was a staggering performance, the level of it. And he's and just carried on in a similar vein, really, is not he? He's regularly in the top three best players for Leicester in pretty much every game. And um, the potential for him is limitless, isn't it? Limitless. I mean, I look at him without getting too carried away. You're talking about being a French international. You know, there are certain similarities to him and Varane, possibly. But he's a better footballer than Varane, <laughs> with a ball at his feet. naturally gifted. He's, he's a better player than Varane in that respect. If it's just a couple of little bits. He's a 21. It's going to be the odd bit of decision-making with Johnny Evans alongside him, though. What a tutor to have. Uh, what a player Leicester have gone in their hands. Uh, is
0: Ren your moment of the season, Matt? If not, what is it?
2: Uh, Well, yeah, people say it's been a long, hard, arduous season. But there have been quite a number of highlights, haven't they? I mean, the Liverpool game at at King Power. You know, there was a really dogged, gritty performance, wasn't it? And uh, Man United at home. I thought that was superb. Is Ren, a bit, I don't know, I suppose PSV really isn't it? Uh, I think I maybe PSV.
0: because you were there, maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed Ren probably more because you know you get to see it up close and personal and everything it's about. And for coming back, um, they were hanging on at the end, weren't they? Leicester's Michael saved the day, and it was on a knife edge that was tense, but I suppose in terms of. You know, from a supporter's point of view, you know, you're watching it, regardless whether I was there or not. But to come back like they did against PSV, that, that was the key, wasn't it? To, you know, to turn the result around, turn the game on its head and deservedly so as well. That was, that was a good performance, wasn't it, against PSV, without a doubt. And there's some excellent football. It wasn't scrambled success. It wasn't fortune, um, fortuitous, sorry. It was, it, it was excellent play and they got what they deserved. Uh, so That probably tops it, I would say. PSV.
0: Ewan, how about you? I, I,
2: I would agree with Matt. I think that the PSV second
1: half performances was uh, the, the absolutely top class. The, the standard of both goals were, were, were magnificent. Um, I mean, you, you have to look at, at the Liverpool game in power, uh, you know, 1 0 win. The only team to stop Liverpool from scoring in the Premier League this season probably cost Liverpool the title that night. The way Liverpool have dropped points since then. But yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the the first game of the Europa League. Napoli at home, you know, proper big European pedigree club coming to coming to Leicester. Uh, I thought it was a cracking game. Um, the the run away game was a was was a good performance in a good atmosphere. But yeah, you just look at, at what that meant the PSV one against a good side, a, a side second in, in the Dutch league. I mean, got to go behind in that first half to show the, the the character, the the right mentality to come back and produce that that second half performance in a tough place to go. Um, I think that has to be the highlight.
0: Yeah, it was a it was a terrific performance, Matt, wasn't it? It, 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 against PSV? Particularly in that second half, they had to weather a really big storm. The atmosphere was as good as it was in Ren, and the, the, those home fans were were right behind the team. But it was that man, it was the, the player of the season, James Madison, that that dragged them back into it with a big helping hand from Jose Perez, who came off the bench. The substitutes that that night were brilliant from Brendan Rogers yeah. from James the game, Luckman and Perez, and. Yeah, it was a great turnaround.
2: Yeah, and the substitutes sort of, have uh, not always, but quite regularly played a part as well. You know that Brendan Rodgers needs to take a fair bit of credit for that. Um, but, you know, both defensively, and sort of on a tactical basis, but also you know, to go and change games in a in a goal-scoring sense. But um, yeah, it was. I when you when you look back, you know, it's just sort of reminiscing there as we're talking. Napoli seems such a long time ago, but that that was a wonderful case, rightly mentioned by you and there. You know, stormed into that lead, didn't they? Okay, surrendered it, but Napoli <laughs> a fully fledged European uh, level material, aren't they? And there was that and obviously the Roma, Thai, you look back, and Feyenoord and Wren, all these names you know, rolling off the tongue. And that's what level Leicester have been competing at this season. Okay, you can say, you know, slipped out of the Europa League into the conference. The conference was met with derision, wasn't it, initially? But I think that attitude's changed now. And it's, I don't know, well, I hesitate to say it's on a par with the Europa League because the natural argument is it's not the teams that finish higher up the league. But (laughs) the, the historical reputation of a lot of the teams in the conference, are equal to Europa League competitors. And, uh, yeah, just look at the final. Look at the final between those two teams. What more do you need to say?
0: You'd argue almost in a way that, that you couldn't really pick between the semi-finalists for the Europa League against the semi-finalists for the, the Conference League. You wouldn't have been able to tell which competition was which.
2: No, exactly, exactly. And I think yeah, people are sort of equating it, aren't they, to the UEFA cup and then the cup winners cup i get why that is you know but that that, that again was sort of similar standard teams more often than not uh, certainly in the latter stages so it would be interested to see how the, the conference develops really um i don't know there seems to be a lot of good signs around these days in europe aren't they <laughs> you know to 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 fill Three competitions, Champions League, Europa and the conference. But, um, yeah, I I think it surprised a lot of people, really. You know, the level of it and the standard. And ultimately, the appetite that people had for it. Because they were full-blooded affairs, weren't they? Ren, Eindhoven, um, obviously Roma. And then, you know, the final to go. Unfortunately, missed out on that. But, uh, yeah, it was great to be involved. Great while it lasted, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, final point on that, that European campaign, Matt. Obviously, it, it did end in Rome uh, against Roma. But I think for every Leicester fan that was there, for you and I certainly, they were great memories to, to be there, weren't they? To, to experience the Stadio Olympic. Yeah. It is such a shame that Leicester weren't able to get the result that night. And, and the players deserve so much credit, don't they, for their performance against Roma in, in both legs.
2: Yeah, I, I think they would be slightly frustrated. I thought they were... They weren't able to penetrate or break them down, were they? Um, and that has to go down to Roma being very efficient, very effective in in that respect. You know, they were big, strong, physical side, weren't they? they were you know well coached, well disciplined? Leicester just couldn't break the door down, really. But the frustrations, you know, conceding that again, you know, from a set piece, and that was. The ultimate factor in the tie, really. So that's something that uh, we all know needs to be addressed. And Brendan Rodgers tried to address it yesterday. There was like a full 11 players back in the era in a full zonal uh, system. There were bodies everywhere. They were all sort of standing guarding posts, basically. Um, and they dealt with them yesterday. So hopefully that will be. Uh, similar continuing but uh, yeah go over Rome, But it didn't quite, happen, didn't quite take off did it but what a wonderful atmosphere I mean that really was special talk about Ren talk about PSV but Roma was on another level to be honest um, it was an honour to be in that stadium to sort of witness that uh, Leicester had a go we just came up short
0: uh, right, let's finish off our extra time teasers then. You've got one more question each. Uh, Matt, you went first, first time, didn't you? So, um, who scored Leicester's first Premier League goal of the season?
2: Not a thousand percent sure, but I'm oh. relatively confident. Jamie Vardy against Wolves. Correct. Well, the excellent <laughs> finish it was. Ricardo, was it Ricardo down the yep. right wing? Was yeah, it, he,
0: was he beat his he man. The league, little.
2: Yeah. Little shuffle. Vardy got across, didn't he? Near post. Track so and finish, Track and hey, finish. It's working.
1: It's
0: working. Come on, son. We should do it this early every single week, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Uh right, Ewan, you have to get this then to to level it up. Um what was the score when Leicester played Man United at home? Oh no, Matt. He looks Ooh. confident. Oh right. Hmm. Matt definitely knows it I think I do know it 4-3 Nope Matt Elliot you can win this oh, Well you've I already see. won it okay, I've won it anyway Yeah you can Really emphasise the win I might
2: go somewhere in here, It's like 8-3 no <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter um, Do you know what I'm myself doubting myself now
0: Four two, wasn't it? Four two indeed, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that showed later on, wasn't it? Or was it Dacker? I don't know. Dakar, yeah. Dacker wasn't
0: it. So they Man United equalised with about Got 10 back to two all,
2: didn't so. it? Yeah.
0: With about ten and minutes to Vardy. go. So Rashford I think scored and then literally yeah. from kickoff, Leicester went up the other end and made it three two, Vardy with a brilliant yeah. finish. So yeah. yeah.
2: Oh that was.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that that's gotta be in the conversation you in that game Well done Matt, by the way.
2: Yeah, we need to
0: talk about my victory for a little while. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> We're so you, you know you're only milking this because you've got Jenga to come and you're yeah. coming up against the, the Jenga Payback. in his own Payback. words, Ewan Roberts. So yes. <laughs> um, Yeah, it was a brilliant performance that, the 4-2 against Man United. seems, I mean, talking about that, Jamie Vardy goal against Wolves, Ewan, it seems like a lifetime ago, doesn't it, the, the, the beginning of the season. 58 games ago, well, 57 including the Community Shield, but... Yeah, it, it, it's been a long season, but a good season, as, as we've been talking about. It has,
1: it has. There's been ups and downs, done as, as there are in, in, in every seasons. There, there, there've been highs and, and, and lows. Uh, and to beat my new, however, what sort of season they 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 were having, it still ranks as a, as a great result. You know, the, the club, the size of Manchester United, with the players that, that they've got. Uh, OK, they've had, they've had a tough time, but in, in such an exciting game as well. A game that sort of uh, ebbed and flowed and uh, a fantastic result at the end of the day for, 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 for Leicester. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a long old slog, it really has, but the lads have come through it and, and you have to give them so much credit for, for the way they've conducted themselves from that very first game against Wolves.
0: Uh, right, final point Ewan before we do our Jenga. Obviously, we, we've talked about taking momentum into next season. It's a big summer, obviously, for Leicester City. What would constitute maybe a good season next next campaign? I know that's that's very early to be looking ahead to that, but there, there is confidence now. There is momentum to take into August.
1: Yeah, I, I with the squad that, that with a fully fit squad, with maybe two or three additions, and I'm, I'm sure Brendan. Will want to want to bring a bit more quality to it to help with the already good, healthy squad that that he's got. We've already spoken about. There's no European competition, so it's going to be less games. Uh, It's not going to be as congested a season as what this season season has been. I I just look top five, top six European places now. I think that has to be the target for a club like Leicester now. You know that I think I think we talk about standards. They've, they've set such high standards since Brendan's been there. Been very lucky not to finish in that top four on a couple of occasions. Just missed out um, on the final day in both the previous seasons. You know I, th- I think I think that's where Leicester City are now. They need to be challenging from, for those European places. And, and when I, I speak about that, I, I don't mean the Europa Conference team. Um, I, I mean, like, Champions League and the Europa League places.
0: Uh, well, if we were doing a bit of a tally this season, Ewan Roberts would be a title winner, wouldn't he, for our football, Jenga. Uh, let's see if he can cap the season off with a victory. Matt Elliott's already won the uh, the Extra Time Teasers, though. So, you can uh, you can take that one with you, Matt, can't you? Uh, let's see who wins this one, then. Uh, the twenty seven top scorers in the Premier League this season so basically any player that has nine goals or more in the Premier League that is your theme um, Ewan you can go first please Som
2: Salah Kane Mane
1: Mardi.
0: You're not struggling already, surely not.
2: No. <clears throat> no, I'm just uh, trying to make sure I don't make a silly mistake. No, I'm just thinking, like, Man City-wise and stuff. go that way. Sterling. Madison. I should have said Madison, yeah. Should have got that out.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um... Do you know what? I am thinking? <laughs> than that, Nine, you say? Nine, you say? You say? I don't think a top goal is I could not got many. Well, that wasn't my answer, by the way. I know, I know. Erm... Um... You don't get, like, a hat full Foden. Yeah,
0: just. I think he's got nine.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, I was... Uh, Scraping the barrel a little bit then. no, not Ronaldo! Oh, ah! Yeah. Come on! But then, you know, I hadn't even got round to Man United players, then.
0: It, it, it worries me how much you're struggling at this
2: very early stage. I know. It worries me. It must worry you and that I actually beat him in the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, having, I'm, I'm having a bit... I'll just go through teams. We said Kane's song, have not Um uh, Yeah. Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, I wasn't sure about him, he's been out injured a bit, hasn't he? You know, he got Player of the Year. Um, <clears throat> nine.
0: Ooh. Yeah, it soon be next season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, con- it's a condensed summer anyway, Ewan, let alone how
2: long that's been. know. That'll
1: still be the World Cup, mate.
2: <laughs> yeah, but there wasn't a hatful of goals scored, but, were there? By too many individuals. Oh. Silver.
0: Nope. No. No. did think so. Yeah, you've you've been put out of your misery. You and just get one to win it. Yeah, and that would have been. That, first. that would have been
2: hard work to continue that any longer. Exactly.
0: I'm I'm really glad that, that you oh. got that
2: wrong. Go on, I've
0: had a bit of a bank. Fill me in. Right. Go on. Go on. Yeah, you would you would have won anyway. You went first. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, Bruno Fernandez, Bukayo Saka, Diogo Jota, Emil Smith Rowe, Emmanuel Dennis, Ivan Tony. James Ward Prowse, Mason Mount, Maxwell Corne, Mikel Antonio, Ollie Watkins, Rafinha, Richarlison, Riyad Mahrez, Timu Puki, and Wilfred Zaha. I mentioned 6 of them at the beginning,
1: mate.
2: Right? <laughs> Pukki, did he get 9? He, he, he got 12. 11, 11 or 12? he 12, 12, 12, 12, did, yeah. That was a poor effort. I think yeah. I've sort of switched off, got complacent. You know, when you, you, know when you win a title and you just
0: off. You're on the Fresh, beat yeah. on
2: You're on the beat. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't important enough to me. I got the main quiz right, and then... No,
0: yeah.
1: no, no, this, one, this one's the main quiz, mate. <laughs> <one's> <laughs> just feeding,
2: feeding on scratch, you yeah. know. That's real.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, brilliant. Thank you very much to the both of you. Thanks to, to everybody that's been a guest this season. I hope you've enjoyed it, doing it this way, Matt, but we'll be back to, to normal next season, so you can enjoy your Sunday evenings.
2: Back, back to normal. You can enjoy your Sunday
0: <laughs> evenings a little bit more next year. Um, yeah, thanks, Ewan. Thanks, Matt. We'll speak to you both, I'm sure. Uh, over the summer at some point, I'm sure people will be in touch with you to do some, uh, to do some bits for us. So, um, yeah, I'm sure you'll look forward to that. Thank you to everybody that's that's watched, that's listened this season as well. We do appreciate it. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed everything that we've produced this season. We hope you've enjoyed Jerry's booms and Ewan Roberts' <laughs> wins and Matt Elliott's planks, which we, uh, we probably had a few of those this morning, didn't we? So, uh, yeah. And Walsh's meltdowns. (laughs) I wasn't going to mention it, Matt. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, brilliant. Thanks to the both of you. Thanks again to everybody. Uh, We hope you have a a fantastic summer. We'll be back again uh, in the pre-season and for next season, which will roll around, I'm sure, very quickly.